Welcome to The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast that's a platform for mothers who are artists and creatives to share the joys and issues they've encountered while continuing to make art. Regular themes we explore include the day-to-day juggle, how mothers' work is influenced by their children, mum guilt, how mums give themselves time to create within the role of mothering, and the value that mothers and others place on their artistic selves. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter, and a mum of two boys from regional South Australia. You can find links to my guests and topics we discuss in the show notes, together with music played, how to get in touch, and a link to join our lively and supportive community on Instagram. The Art of Being a Mum acknowledges the Boendick people as the traditional owners of the land which this podcast is recorded on. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's episode, I welcome Shan Rong Yanachevich Chaw to the podcast, a violinist and music educator based in New York City and a mother of one. Born in China, Shan Rong started playing the violin at the age of 10, which was considered late to start. Shan Rong grew up in a valley a long way from the city, so she didn't have access to teachers. Her mother trained to become a violin teacher so that she could educate her. After just four years of lessons, Shanrong was accepted into her high school conservatory talent program. After school, Shanrong travelled to Singapore to complete her undergraduate education at the Yong Su Toh Conservatory of Music. Shanrong then travelled to Pittsburgh to do her masters and four years later was accepted into the doctorate program in New York City. Shanrong holds a master's degree and artist certificates in violin performance and orchestra studies from the prestigious Carnegie Mellon School of Music. Shanrong also has more than 12 years experience working with students from different levels, ages, races and countries. Many of her college and preschool students have accepted in major music schools and festivals in China and the United States. In academic teaching and researching, Shanrong was a teaching assistant in Western music history and rock music history at Stony Brook University. Today we chat about the unexpected injury that Shanrong has suffered since becoming a mother, role modelling the will to never give up, and the appreciation she has for the support of those around her. You'll also hear chatter from her eight-month-old son and the rumble of the New York City trains. The music you'll hear throughout this episode was composed by a previous guest of mine, Dr. Erica Ball from the United States. This episode contains discussion around anxiety. Who's <laughs> that lady talking to my mum? <laughs> Little Mary. Thanks. Hey, Jay Jacob. Oh. <laughs> Welcome, Shanrong. It's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you're in New York City. Tell me a little bit about life in New York City. I think it's one of those places that people always sort of want to visit and, and aspire to visit. Just tell us what it's like to live there. <laughs> oh, New York City is very busy. The living pest is really fast. And um, I don't know if it's because I get, I'm getting older and uh, that I'm a mom. So I just felt like Monday to Friday, just like a flying so fast. And yeah. you just don't notice that. And then time is gone. Yeah, we just live here um, day by day and uh, just very busy. Yeah. yeah and sure. but New York is always very exciting. It's, it's a lot of going on. There's a lot of arts going on and a lot of things going on. I'm really happy that after, you know, we're sort of going through this kind of pandemic thing, lockdown and uh, art kind of dead in that moment. Mm. And now everything's getting back slowly, uh, which I'm really happy. Um, Yeah, but in general, it's very, very fast, very busy city. Yeah, for sure. Oh, very good. What brought you to New York City? Oh, I sort of traveled all over the place. Uh, Originally, I was born in China. I went to Singapore for my undergraduate studies. 
So I was in Singapore for many years and come to state is really uh, the reason that I came here to study my master's degree, pursue my further education. So yeah, I went to uh, Carnegie Mellon for my master's degrees uh, and also my artist um, diploma training over there. Mm -hmm in Carnegie Mellon. And um, I moved to New York uh, uh, in 2015, just to come here to complete my doctoral degree. Yeah. So let's um, share with our listeners what you do. You play the violin and yes. incredibly well too, because I've watched some of your videos um, that were linked to your website. Just beautiful. Yeah. Tell us about how you got started playing. Yeah, I actually started on this road when I was 10. It wasn't, it wasn't early because most of my colleagues, they or started like two and a half and five. Yeah. Well, I lived in a valley in China and uh, it's kind of far from city so i never actually get a chance to actually get to touch this instrument but yeah. i always seen people playing back then in tv on tv so i was holding a chopsticks in my pocket like <laughs> pretending i'm playing and i <laughs> even like i wasn't sure what i was doing but i always very excited to see people playing even to hear just hear the music Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just by occasion that uh, my mom's friend's daughter actually got a chance to go to the city to learn this instrument. And then they brought the teacher to the valley. So I actually started a group lesson. And I was one of those oldest kids yeah. uh, in the class. And I, I was just basically running around. I wasn't learning anything. <laughs> yeah, until the moment my mom was like, what are you doing? After half a year, I don't even know the open strings of my instrument. <laughs> she sort of got into it and it's like, and she started like, uh, getting all those books and she started to study by herself and then she started to just teach me. And um, after half a year, my mom sort of fired the teacher and yeah. she brought me on this road and we found a teacher in the city. We occasionally go into that teacher's house like every half year because it will be three hours by bus from the valley I used to live to the city. So my mom just led me there like every half year. Yeah. But the rest of the time she will be learning by those teaching tapes. And uh, you know, the, 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 like 20 years ago, then we don't have like DVDs or those kind of things. We have yeah. like a VCR, like a really big tape. Yeah, 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 we do. And my mom bought all those um, teaching tapes and she just, I don't know, she's amazing. She learned by herself. Mm -hmm. She got all those books and she watched how people play on the TV and she just learned how to hold the bow, how to read the, um, music. She yeah. just taught herself. And then I just, after four years and I got into high school conservatory talent, talents program yeah by playing Tchaikovsky oh actually not Tchaikovsky uh I played um Spilius violin concerto the first movement mm -hmm. when I was 14 years old yeah well right. I started at 10 years old and I yeah I do not know how I have no idea how did I do it <laughs> well my mom did it, everything for me yeah. yeah so that's how I started and after you know, years of studies and I just auditioned and I got into Singapore. That's long story short. So I got into Singapore, finished my bachelor and I started my master's in Pittsburgh. And then four years later, I got into the doctoral program in Stony Brook. Yeah, that's just a kind of <laughs> trip. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is, that's an incredible story that your mom was so passionate for you to play that she basically she became your teacher um yeah. and she also ended up teaching her having her own studio yeah she brought out so many very um so many talented students yeah That's and actually one of them now works for amazon and she oh. used to be 
playing a lot, but now she's she's working for Amazon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Become like a scientist、oh, wow. for the Amazon. Yeah. yeah. What was it like having your mum as a teacher? Was she really tough on you because you were you were her daughter,、well, or was she? What was she like to have? She does. I think she has a lot of patience for me because I wasn't an easy kid. <laughs> you know, I do not want to practice, but she asked me, "Do you want to practice?" No, I definitely, absolutely hate practicing with passion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she believes she believes in me, and she trusts that I would have this as my career. She's for some reason she saw that in my in my life.、Mm. Yeah, I do not know how she did it, but that's she have been. She gave up a lot. She gave up her work, and she dedicated to my practice. She gave up TV shows. She don't watch TV. And she just、uh, cut off her friends for me to just be with me and practice.、Oh. Yeah, she sits all my lessons. She sits all my practice.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is your mom still alive now? Yeah, she's she she now she's she lives in China. Yeah. So she's been able、yeah. to see your whole career. Like she's she's seen everything you've achieved. She must be so incredibly proud of you. Well, she was happy time to time. Well, she, I will also get a very critical <laughs> comment. <laughs> so basically, tell me, ah,、oh, I really don't like your the dress that you wear on that performance. <laughs> Or she was like, can't you just tie your hair better? <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> or he said,、uh, "I think that phrase you can do that phrase again, like in this way." Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because she's so into playing and she's so into my performance, my、uh, like a progress. Yeah, yeah she's、sure. still、oh, gives、yeah. me like like a performance related. Or、well, now,、mm-hmm. like nowadays, I teach a lot, and then she sometimes give me. Feedbacks on my teaching, or she will give me some、um, advice in how to handle my students. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Incredible. That that is incredible. That is awesome. At that time in China, was that something that was out of the ordinary for a mum to do? Well, that's、much? back then. It's very rare that for someone will quit her job. Basically, just to dedicate everything, give everything to the child. Oh, this is very unusual. Yeah, yeah, very unusual. People don't seem to understand. People even laugh at her. Like they would say, "Oh, I'm gonna see how is your gonna your daughter gonna be." Yeah, but turn out <laughs> this is the result. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she said it. Like, nobody knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> So how old? How old's your little boy there? Seven months and a half. I love seeing his photos when you put things up on his on your Instagram. He's just the most gorgeous child. <laughs> I bet you hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah, people was like, well, yeah, like they they well, people if people know me, they will say, oh, he looks like daddy, or he looks like mommy. But if I work on the street, I got someone ask me, are you the nanny? Like there's one day, there's a lady. 
random lady come up to me like, are you the nanny? I'm not. Well, a lot of people find that very unrespectful, but like, I just find that's very funny. Yeah. yeah I, was, I keep thinking that maybe because my, I wasn't dressed well, because nowadays when you become a mom, you don't have time to think, oh, I got to put up makeup. I got to dress nicely. I have things, food stink on my shirt, yeah. or I just wear sweatpants and running out, just get some food, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have time to think about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can totally yeah, relate so to that. I can't really actually complain about that. Tell us about some of, because I was reading in your bio about places that you've performed and things that you've done. Share with us a little bit about some of the thing, the performances or the things you've done that really stick in your mind that, that you're like your favourites, I suppose. Well, um, I have to really say that I really enjoy performing, um, especially chamber music, um, and not even mention about solo music. And solo means just run it by yourself. Um, uh, I, so far, I have done a lot of performance with um, string instruments or piano, a lot. And but last year in November, I performed with a newly formed orchestra uh, in New York City, which is. Mm-hmm right after, like not too long after I gave birth. Oh, right. So the, I gave birth in August and then that concert happened in November. So I played with this chamber orchestra. Yeah, And right. I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, so that's basically what I do. Yeah, the performance. Yeah, and um, hopefully um, the near future that I can have some more kind of like a chamber music series come up so I can perform yeah Yeah. (laughs) during the pandemic it's a little hard oh yeah like in 2020 2020 2021 um back then from uh, 2020 was the first year of pandemic right and we don't we don't like everywhere in New York City was shut down Mm. like Metro, metropolitan opera was shut down and new, new, uh, new York Philharmonic was shut down and all of the artists had no stage to perform. The concert yeah. halls was closed. So, but the time I still didn't give up. So yeah. I found a group of musicians. We performed on the, we performed on the road, on the side of the road. Oh. And um, we, pro- we played a lot of uh, string, string works, like, like, trills, duros, and solo violins. Yeah. yeah, and we played those kind of outdoor concerts yeah. during the pandemic. And we have great turnout. Yeah, and also I, I also played a lot in church, which mm-hmm. our church, I played with organ and piano. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, the only thing that I, I, do, I didn't do much is in to play in the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't consider myself um, an orchestral musician, although I love orchestral music. I love to be an audience yeah. instead of sitting in. Yeah, maybe, hopefully in the future, maybe I will have um, a different um, experience or maybe my, my uh, feeling will change, but who knows. <laughs> yeah, so mainly I enjoy chamber music a lot, yeah. Yeah. a lot. Yeah, the, on one of the videos I was watching, you're playing the solo for Winter by Vivaldi um, from the Four yeah. Seasons. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, about that performance? Oh, that performance was in 2013 mm-hmm. and I, I was selected by uh, the school and that year was the 100th 
uh, year's anniversary for Carnegie Mellon University. So that was the, the uh, gala concert. So I was like, there were, there was a competition in school. Like we have like a 10 students playing the same piece. Yeah. And I got really lucky, got selected to, to play in that gala concert. And it was, uh, in, uh, it was broadcast at the same time on the WQED oh. uh, radio station, classical. Yeah. And through all the December, because it will happen in the December, right? It was a winter concert. And throughout December, um, everyone oh. can hear my playing on this radio station. It was just, <laughs> repeatedly playing during that season <laughs> it's like a holiday season like yeah. if you hear winter that's me <laughs> that's you <laughs> i even got my friend call me turn on the radio you were you were on the air <laughs> you're playing oh, like oh. that was wonderful experience for me yeah yeah and, and like yeah, it's, it's, the, the concert hall is very beautiful too yeah yeah and playing in front of that orchestra would have been quite incredible yeah, feeling and we have a choir the choir entire choir was behind me yeah, yeah it, like it turned out because there's no time for people to in and out from the stage so I just have to come out and play and then yeah yeah <laughs> it was an unforgettable experience for me yeah absolutely So what are some of your favorite pieces or favorite composers that you enjoy to play? Well, over the years, it's changing so much. I remembered when I was uh, just uh, out from college, I enjoyed to play uh, Tchaikovsky, like, um, you know, those very romantic pieces. And then time passing right then you grow older and you experience a lot in life and mm. i figured i i do really really on like love beethoven yeah, yeah. Right. yeah i love beethoven and i love Brahms. and then later on i started to get into a lot of contemporary pieces too mm-hmm. and by new composers yeah um but in general my um my favorite composer, I have to say, the pieces to play is Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Um, his concerto and his sonatas, and also Bach. Yeah. That's like on the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I have nothing to work on, if I have nothing to play, I will just do some Bach. Yeah. So 2021 is the time, like basically, I got pregnant, and I still managed to practice back then. Although the first three months was really hard because I my body was just off, <laughs> I couldn't yes. get off the couch. Yeah. Yeah. So and then uh, after that, I I still kept practicing, and um, so I also managed to have rehearsals with my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had rehearsals in my house, and uh, I also did rehearsal with my friend who plays the viola. We we prepared prepared for the concert to be happening in November last year. Yeah, right. So, but we had a rehearsal in May, June, July, <laughs> until like I got to give birth in August. Yeah, <laughs> sort of like that. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, is it, is and it... I managed to practice because. I since it's pandemic and since I'm not going anywhere, so I sort of made a list of work that I wanted to practice. 
Yeah, yeah. But I never get a chance. Yeah. But now then I got a pre- pregnant, so I had a plenty of time at home, and then I just started practicing all those pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great, yeah. great time to work on things that you don't have time for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, also, like, during that time, I found myself, I can sit down and to just focus longer. I do not know if, because if it's because of hormones or, like, I have just been changed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's a beautiful photo that you sent me um, of you. Uh, I'm, I'm not, can't remember how many months pregnant now, but you've, you've got your violin. And then you've got the baby violin sitting on your knee. Yeah, <laughs> in expectation that was, um, yeah, that was um, in Ju- July. Yeah. yeah, July. Very near to, oh, actually, beginning of July. Very yeah. near to birth, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so, so like, <laughs> uh, my friend always kept asking me if I wanted my boy to play instruments. Mm-hmm. I said no. Until <laughs> I saw her daughter's violin because my friend she was the photographer until i saw that violin i was like oh like let me take a photo with it yes i guess maybe we will (laughs) yeah it's rather cute Listening to The Art of Being a Mum with my mum, Alison Newman. You said that you went back and your first performance was when your son was um, three months old. How, how hard was that to do? Well, I think the trickiest thing for me back then was um, when we had to have rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I had the conductor and I had the other soloist came to my apartment. And the hardest thing is when you're rehearsing babies always can cry. Yeah. So the conductor so they are they're both are my friends. So the conductor had to hold my baby in one hand and actually listen to us play. It's kind of funny. Oh. Yeah, but we survived. Yeah. The fact that he was he was two months and a half. Oh, yeah. Goodness. A little over two months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's he amazing. Music. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's amazing what yeah, we and then, do, isn't it, to make things work? <laughs> yeah, and also sometimes he has to just sit through my practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have to, or like during the rehearsal when the conductor was like here, just me and the violist, mm-hmm. I had to put him right next to me. When it was not my turn, I sort of like. Like a petting king, yeah, like yeah. like him to calm, yeah. calm down, and then when it was my turn and to enter, I had to grab my instrument fast and join join her. Yeah, yeah that was oh. it was a challenge, but we survived. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. the thing though, isn't it? It's like I guess you wanted to get back to playing. It was important for you to to yeah. keep that part of your life going. Yeah, so I have to say, if you, if I look back from the time when I gave birth to now, the hardest thing and make me worry the most is actually not because I don't have time to practice or I don't have energy. It's actually the ones that I, because I have to keep holding the baby and I have sort of developed mommy's wrist. Oh, right. So yeah. in the third month, last November, when I performed with this Austria Collective 366. My wrist, my bow hand was really painful. Yeah, right. Yeah, I sort of have to change a lot of bowings because that mm. to compensate the lot of bowings that I do. So I because that wrist hurts so much, I cannot do up bow staccato. So I have to sort of change the bowing that I used to do before I give birth. Yeah. So now I have to change a lot of things to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then after the performance, the baby's growing bigger and I have to carry him continuously to calm him down, right? And to mm. soothe him. And then my left hand also developed the mommy's wrist. 
So now that I come to the question that do I have to give up my plane? Mm -hmm. um, now, yes, I sort of have to say a lot of, said no to a lot of concerts, performance. Yeah. Um, it hurts even when I have to just demonstrate to my students. Yeah, right. Both hands. I can't do, I cannot do shifts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on my left hand, I cannot really do shifts because it hurts the muscle when I have to use to. Well, the good thing is, this is just a temporary mm. and just this moment. So I I wasn't giving up the whole whole thing yet. So I'm just basically, I'm not taking any performance. I'm not um, performing or having any rehearsal, but I still happen to manage that to practice some very basic skills yeah yeah like to like i'm now here i'm actually a new mom taking baby steps yeah i'll make care of her too yeah that's yeah. true isn't it yeah but physically you can you i can play longer mm. longest time of some some sort of movements i can do yeah yeah wow was that something that you anticipated when when you were pregnant and no I was young. actually shocked yeah. I didn't know I didn't do research that I'm not going through this some women they were experiencing this kind of pain even before the baby was born I think it does have something related to the hormones yeah do you sort of feel a little bit like oh I feel a bit like it's not fair that I've got to give up you know playing or do you feel okay um, with it with it because children can't for like my baby is extension of my life yeah. and it's from me and my husband um i don't really think it's not fair and i but i'm not also i'm not gonna say that um i'm enjoying every single moment mm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I'm not saying that I'm enjoying every single moment, but I'm, I'm just trying to experience every bit of it, whether it is happy, whether it's tired, or even sad or angry, mm. or disappointed sometimes. Yeah. My love, yeah. my husband, sometimes, you know, <laughs> they're here and here and there. Um, I'm trying to experience because I believe this thing, having a baby, having a child in my life it should be part of my life mm. you know yeah that's it and isn't it of course it is very hard for a, a woman and a, to be a mom to be a artist to be a teacher to be an educator yeah. it's just so much to do even not to forget to be a wife <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it and isn't it? Yeah. i think i'm still struggling with how to balance them <laughs> sometimes i'm just like oh I'm just really burnt out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's something but we I'm, can all relate to. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, although I don't have my parents with me, you know, in our culture, your, your parents can help you. You're the, like our parents can help us with baby, but we don't have our parents. It's basically me and my husband. Yeah. So the daytime he is at work. And um, um, when he comes home, he will take over the baby. Then I can have some time to cook. Mm -hmm. And when the baby goes to the bed, then we we finally have some time to eat and to clean it up. You know, it's just yeah. very busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm still trying to figure out the time to practice. Not long, like at least an hour because of my condition right now. Yeah, yeah I did get angry that angry and sad that my hands become like this my hand situation mm. i was a little mad about this but once i understand that was just gonna be a phrase of my life and it's just temporarily i become i taught myself to be patient yeah just to slowing down with what i do now in life mm. yeah. but actually sorry but actually started to enjoying um the process of being with my baby 
Yeah. Because I know this time will never return. He will grow bigger, and this time will never return back. But、yeah. I can always go back to play, and once he can go to daycare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my goal is not to send him to daycare before two. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a really great way of looking. At it. November last year, because it was just the three months, right? Three months of、um, after give birth,、yeah. and then you know, yes, before four months, we are purely. Breastfeeding,、mm-hmm. so I don't really breast breastfeeding him after two months. I start pumping it out so I can get some sleep.、Yeah. And so, and my my friend, who is a viewer, so her name is Michaela, and then we're like, she was asking me, so, what are you gonna do when you are on the stage? Ah,、uh, are you gonna leak or something? <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> I think I have. I said, I'm think I have I think I have that figured out. So I will make sure that I pump before I walk on the stage. <laughs> That's actually how it happened. So、oh, goodness. Yes, you have to sort of pump before you walk on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how funny! <laughs> yeah, because you. I also have to dress like a performance dress, right? Yeah. And、um, so, yeah. Have to plan before I walk on the stage. We got the time perfect, and cannot be too early. Cannot be too late. Yep. Just get that. <laughs> yeah, and because、thing. you also have to mentally prepare that you are gonna do. You have to perform. You have to be、mm. fully concentrate. Yeah. Yeah, but then pumping is something jumping before the performance. <laughs> yeah.、Oh, That's something that I gotta figure out. Yep.、Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> Mentioned about your teaching. Are you still teaching now? Yes, I teach a lot. Yeah, yeah, I teach. So actually, I went back to teaching two weeks after I gave birth. Oh wow! <laughs> well, you know, it is pandemic,、yeah. and it's not like I have to go somewhere. Yeah, it was yeah. online, so I spread my students to every day. So I have one hour for each student、mm-hmm. per day. So it's not a lot of work. So in fact, that's kind of like changing my how my my brain works. Yeah. yeah. So I it's so for me actually teaching become a break for me. Yeah. I really enjoy teaching. So that's the only time I don't have to work with baby. <laughs> I don't have to work with baby. Yeah. yeah. And here I really have to to. And I think to my students and the parents are so so nice. So most of the time, after New York back to normal, like meaning reopen,、yeah. so I started to have private student come to my house, and、uh, the parents are either helping me carrying the baby or they will just allow me to carry my baby while I'm teaching. Oh. So my baby Jacob is exposed to music <laughs> ever、oh, since. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he will either sing along when I'm teaching, yeah, yeah, or he will just、uh, drag in my students' bum. <laughs> <laughs> he is、oh. joining us most of the time. Yeah,、oh, that's so nice, isn't it? That he's such a part of it. Yeah. So I also teach in the weekend. Weekends on Sunday. That's the time my husband will take over baby. So I have that day. I have that day. Um, just teaching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Had your son, 
Do you, mm-hmm. Did you feel like you went through a change in your identity about how you saw yourself? I, I, kind of, I think it, this part is very, this part of me is very funny. And I don't know, know if other moms are like this too. After giving birth, I cannot believe I'm already a mom. Yeah. I keep questioning myself, what is going on? And I cannot, like if people were saying, asking me, oh, how is the baby? I was like, your baby's fine, but I cannot. I find it's really difficult for me to relate me as his mom. Yeah, right. Well, I have to talk to myself that I'm already a mom. Yeah. yeah so I guess my identity, I realized my identity changed over the months. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't really, really aware of that. <laughs> Even after I gave birth, I wasn't really aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you tell me, oh, you are a violinist, yes. You're a wife, yes, but you're a mom. I was like, mm, let me think about it. But actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a topic I like to talk to all my mums about, um, about mum guilt. Um, is that something that you've experienced or, or uh, what's your thoughts about that? Mum guilt, yes, definitely. Um, that um, frustration for me, um, not ex- exactly about because I, um, I have to not be taking care of him. Uh, it's just because it's because I have to learn how to sort of my um, what do you say that patience yeah 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 patience you know musicians artists are very very emotional mm-hmm. they're very sensitive we're very sensitive yeah so yeah. whatever baby cries will make me really really anxious mm-hmm. that's my guilt yeah right yeah, yeah make me anxious and i find myself at the very beginning i have very very difficult time to actually soothe him and also calm myself down yeah. and i will be actually crying together with him yeah yeah <laughs> that's the only mommy guilt yeah yeah <laughs> So, yeah, well, I had my husband jumping and helping me. Whenever he cries so much, he will just jump, jumping in and take him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even like in the car riding, like I, sometimes I can't really control my emotions when, you know, anxious. That's totally normal. It happens to a lot of new moms. Oh, yeah. Well, like my husband will help and I appreciate. And I had my students' parents that I, I can talk to and then they will give me a lot of advice because she had three three kids yeah and she got through everything and um, I'm really appreciate these people in my life yeah, yeah. my mommy guilt is really just um handling the baby um learning I I just feel like I'm, I'm not learning it fast enough I yeah. thought it's come natural but actually not naturally <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But that's I talked good. to my mom. I told her this is a way harder than playing a violin. <laughs> <laughs> what did she Nobody say about that? So hard. <laughs> but oh, you can God. practice. You can protect your next moments. And you're you are actually caring about your past, past turns, present and future. You can control sort of controlling. Even on the stage, you know how it's gonna go if you practice baby you can't oh yeah every day it's yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's it's very challenging isn't it yeah very yeah. challenging yeah yeah and um also yeah i i just feel like it's having a baby has a very very big impact in my career mm. yeah 
but no regrets. I'm happy mm-hmm. this. I'm still happy that I made this decision to be a mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. no regrets. Yeah, like you said, it, it's a it's a phase in your life, and and he'll grow and change, and then there'll be other things. You know, things will always your violin will always be there. <laughs> let my identity that's part of me i don't want that to go i want my children look at me in the future when they start understand i'm in their eyes i'm not only their mom i want them to see that during the hardest time i never give up what i love yeah because playing a lot and teaching is what i love and making music be able to play with people is what i i love and I want my children to see that um, even through the hardest time, I have to make choice to give my life, my time, my attention to them. Mm. But I never gave up what I love and I always come back to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I also get this uh, um, you know, encouragement from my one well, of my mentor. His name is Philip Zetzer. He's the violinist from the, Amazon, the famous Amazon Quartet. Mm-hmm. He told me that his mom gave up her performance, her career, in for to to bring him up, mm-hmm. spend all the time for the family to be a mom. But eventually, her mom came back and auditioned Cleveland Symphony Orchestra and got into that orchestra and spend the rest of her life with that orchestra, still be a professional. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so he wrote this email to me he said he want to give me some encouragement that never give up mm. oh that's yeah. wonderful that is so good <laughs> yeah. yeah good on you yeah. i'm very happy and i'm also very appreciative that the people in my life mm-hmm. my friends uh that i mentioned earlier the music director of uh collective 366 um that's new orchestra and they are my friend in life that they always telling me never give up they yeah. always calling me well we're gonna play again yeah i'm really really appreciate that those people who in my life wanted to make music with me yeah, yeah. so that i never forget my identity <laughs> absolutely oh good on you that sounds like you've got some really good people around you that's fantastic performances or things that you want to share with us it's a music festival coming up in may mm-hmm. um this is organized by a conservatory in lyland named lyland music conservatory and they have a music festival in may and also in august there will be some uh, master class happening in the same place uh, i don't have further concerts uh, coming up yet because my hand yeah, but I sure. do have two concerts planned in my uh, in um, in my mind. One is the solo works called the Dance on the Fingertips, and basically I will play a lot of dance music by Bach and also some contemporary pieces and collaborated with some dancers. Mm-hmm. And also there will be another concert just basically by. Stravinsky, some work by Stravinsky and uh, Bach. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. With a pianist. That sounds yeah. great. I will, update, I will update those informations once I have cleared it on my, uh, on my website. Fantastic. Oh, good on you. That sounds great. Oh, look, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you and having your little man there too. Yeah, this was a human. <laughs> he, he is very active. He wants to. Uh, he he already knows how to pull stand. Like by yeah. seven and a half, he hasn't have one teeth yet. Yeah. But he already 
already can he can already set up by himself sit mm-hmm. up by himself yeah. and he wants to pull and stand yeah. and he just don't want to be just stay still no. he wants to move around he wants to go yeah. he's ready to go <laughs> very, very very tired but like sometimes when i practice i just put him in a walker uh yeah. anuna like the chair mm-hmm. and i just play for him yeah he would just look at me he's like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah most recently last saturday i brought him to a piano master class the professor played one phrase of Chopin. Yeah. And it was so it's a it's a sad music. Yeah. And he was he was so touched by the music, he was full of tears in his eyes and start crying. Oh. I was like, I have to take him out. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh darling. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. I'm gonna let you go now. You can have my all to yourself again. It was so nice to talk to you. Oh, you I have too. To say, my mom was a great example for me. Never gave up. Yeah. And I think that's in my book. Like I, I learned and I saw how that happened. Mm, absolutely. So I hope in the future I can come back to the stage again and um, continue to share great music with people, with everyone. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm absolutely sure you will. Good on you. Thanks for your company today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to consider leaving us a review, following or subscribing to the podcast, or even sharing it with a friend you think might be interested. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch with us via the link in the show notes. I'll catch you again next week for another chat with an artistic mum.